0: Perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen, and with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms
1: apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex.
0: Okay, yes, yes, yes This is the Iron Rap Report Stereo Podcast Coming live and direct From the gloom tomb of Los Angeles, California I'm in here with G Moody and Last name rhymes with duty Yep. We are in Los Angeles doing the damn thing That is right, face to face, no did out uh, my name is Michael Rappaport, aka the Gringo Mandingo, aka Mr. White Folks, aka White Mike. Uh, some people still call me Bird. Uh, and there's a few people who still call me Milk or Ike. Or Ike. Um, in Brownsville, that's what they call all Mikes. They call not Mike Tyson, they call him Ike. Um, this is the Iron Rappaport Stereo Podcast. This is the only non fact checking podcast. In the world. On the planet. Um, One of my AKs also is the Mike Jackson of podcasting. Oh. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. G. Moody uh, and I were just in
2: Salt Lake City and Park City, Utah. Beautiful. Have you ever been to uh, uh, Utah, Moody? First time. And I want to thank the Los Angeles Clippers for hosting us. And uh, uh, they really treated us nice. And it was great. Park City was great. Um, and we were at a, a, a Utah Jazz uh, Clippers game, LA Clippers. Yep. Uh, mm. What'd you think of watching the Clippers up close first time? Oh man, the Clippers are are great. Uh, a good team. Um, CP3 is hurt, but Austin Rivers uh, fills in respectively. Yo, Austin Rivers. Austin you, Rivers you, is is bad. It's yeah. dope. <laughs> yeah. Don't
0: don't try to front on Austin Rivers like well, oh his dad, his dad. Nah. Austin Rivers is no joke. He's
2: capable of holding it down. And which, he'll crack that ass. And uh What'd you think of watching Big Blake for the first time? Yo, very quick and plays with mad energy. And before the, the tag on him was was he's kind of soft. Remember, Zach Randolph was kicking right. that bullshit. That is not the case. He will flush it on your fucking head. Huh. And and rebound uh, DeAndre Jordan. Yes. Great, good players, man. Clippers is bad, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and we're, we're we're doing a podcast with the Clippers. Yep. Um, we can't forget Jamal Crawford,
2: <laughs> Jay Crossover. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get on. him on the podcast. Yeah. Seattle's finest.
0: Yeah, Seattle is a hotbed for NBA. They have they have uh, this version of Isaiah
2: Thomas. Yeah. Uh, who they who else came from? Uh, Nate Robinson, Brandon Roy. Uh, there's a whole bunch of dudes. Marvin Williams. Right. It's a whole yo. Seattle is like the New York. How New York used to be with providing players to the league—a hotbed of NBA players and, and college talent. Shout out to Sir Mix-a-Lot.
0: Yes, his posse is on Broadway. Yep, um, and uh, my baby got back. Um, <laughs> that, that was my R&B voice. I was like my uh, yeah. I'm, we're it's slow your ball Harper shit. You know, this is going to slow it down here. This is the Iron Rap Boy Stereo Podcast. I'm going to play some Osley Brothers, and then we're going to get into Smokey Robinson. This is the. Uh, what was it called? The uh this is the quiet storm. It's a quiet storm, quiet storm. here. Would it's the gringo Mandingo dingo taking you through the night's hits. Yes. All you ladies, just relax. You fellas, you know, get your oil out. You want to massage your ladies, treat them right. Um see, iron rapport stereo podcast. Um, anyway, uh uh, uh so on this Iron Rapport stereo podcast, we 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 are trying to track down the official, unofficial political correspondent of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. He's been on many episodes with us. Yes. The great Eli Lake. Yep. Was tweeted by f- f- fucking Donald Trump. The leader of the free world. Yo, Donald Trump shouted out Eli Lake because, because of a, an article he wrote. And then he was on Sean Hannity or one of these shows. And Donald Trump probably didn't read the article. yeah okay. And and he shouted out our guy.
2: Our guy.
0: His profile uh picture, his, his avatar on his thing says official, unofficial correspondent of the IM Rap Report Stereo Podcast. And that means that at this point government is very well
2: aware of us. Right, right.
0: We're very we're being vetted right now. I've checked my house for, for, for taps and bugs. I haven't found anything yet. Uh Wheezy has been sniffing around in, in areas that he normally doesn't. I think he's onto something. But uh, I, I just have to say the, the the fact that Eli was shouted out by the president, the president. of the United States. You, you hit me to it. When, yep. when, when did you see it?
2: I saw it this morning at 6, uh, 6 a.m. And I was like, our guy. Our guy. He's one of our guys. Our guy got shouted out and congratulated by yes. the president of the United States. So, Eli Lake, are you a Trump guy? Ooh,
0: you have to ask him that question. Anyway, we're going to call him up. Uh, uh, but me and Moody are face-to-face in L.A. We're rocking right now. Okay. Let's do I'm going to jump right into this right now. Um, college basketball. Yeah. Women's college basketball. There's a coach of UConn. First of all, I want to give total shout-out to all girls that play co- basketball. High school, junior high school. Past. Past. Pros, I've played against uh, so many uh, different uh, uh, former WNBA players and stars. Diana Taurasi, my girl Sue Bird, in the Celebrity All Star Game. I played with a bunch of actors versus uh, uh, the Women's Olympic team. They bust our ass, so I have nothing but respect for the Women's game. They nice. They will bust your ass. Do not sleep. It ain't the '70s where it's like, oh, they're just a girl. They will crack. I've gotten my ass cracked many a times, and these chicks. They don't play games. They don't play. So I want to congratulate the players that just won for UConn a hundred games straight. Woo. Unprecedented. I have no problem with you. Got a problem with your fucking coach. hmm What's his name? Gino uh Gino. Gino, what? I'm a yeah. uh, I'm a Mary. How do you say his name? I don't know. Oriyama. Yeah, Oriamo. That's yeah. it. Gino Oriamo. I'm not I'm not impressed with you. Word. You won a hundred games in a row, okay? 56 of the 100 games you won by 40 points.
2: Right. What's the competition, B?
0: 97 out of 100 games you won by double digits. At what point does it become inhumane, you fuck?
2: Yeah. Beating up on motherfuckers. yeah.
0: Yeah. If you're so good, Gino, you're so fucking good. Well, why don't you go out there with four girls, play four on five? Instead of beating them by 40 points, you're such a great coach. Why don't you send four girls out there?
2: Right, right. Why don't you, since you're such a great coach, go to the men's now? Take your talents elsewhere. Right, right. You don't you're beating up on these motherfuckers and, and, and embarrassing them. That's not what competition is about. You're not playing against no obviously you're not playing against competition. Listen, we could
0: obviously, listen, with no disrespect intended, we could say that women's college basketball is nowhere near across the board as competitive as men's college basketball. No one would argue that. Word. Why don't you take your talents to South Beach? Take your fucking talents elsewhere. Haven't you done all you can do? You won 100 straight games, and then after the game, they're like, well, I don't want to talk about going to 200. He's like one of these guys, like, oh, Mr. Humble.
2: Bullshit. Yeah. You get some uh, black girls from Brownsville. We're going to set up a team. Jerry Tarkanian's. Lady UNLV motherfuckers to bust your
0: ass. Like the running Rebels, but with Larry Johnson and and Mo Scurry, the team that was like, they didn't give a fuck. We need to set up a team like that. Can you get us somebody to recruit some hard-hitting Brooklyn chicks? Yeah. We can go around my way. We can get them. Yeah. Hell yeah. and, And the great Doris Burke, who I totally respect, ESPN's Doris Burke, she was saying... You know, because she she played college, well, she was saying, well, you know, Gino, you know, he should be looked at like the Belichicks and the Phil Jacksons and the Popovich, Doris Burke.
2: Hold your horses.
0: If there's a a council meeting and and, and the late great Red Auerbach and all these uh, great coaches are sitting down and Phil and Popovich and all them are there, Gino will be the fucking valet. Okay, Gino's like, you ever know in the movie Goodfellas? Yes. Remember Spider? Yeah, come on, Spider, go get me a drink, Spider. I thought you said, to, no, I didn't say get me that. I said, to give me this. Sh- I said, to you be, what do you be? You're breaking my balls? I said, go fuck yourself, Tommy. And he shoots him, shoots him in the foot. Spider comes back. He grows a couple of pair of balls. And then Tommy, Joe Pesci's character, you know, he's popping shit again. He says, Spider, gave me a drink, Spider. He said, go fuck yourself, Tommy. And he shoots him and he fucking kills him. And Daniel's like, what are you going to get? You're fucking Spider, Gino Amemiru. Yeah. <laughs> That's who you are amongst the coaches. You're, the, you're getting the drinks for the big boys right. at the table. Phil Jackson and Popovich and the great Hubie Brown. They're like, oh, oh, Gino, come over here, Gino. He said, sit down for a second. He's like, oh, really? Can I sit down? Yeah, yeah, sit down at the table. You sure it's okay? No, nah, no, nah, sit down. It's fine. And then they sit down. And they're like, You know what, Gino? Go, go get me some more pretzels. I want a pretzel. Go pick me up a fucking pasta. Why don't you go do that, Gino? We're not impressed with you, Gino.
2: Yeah, we're not. We not
0: a hundred games straight. And he's like by, and they're about fifty. And they're actually talking about two hundred games straight. And you're sitting there, you and you're happy with yourself. Right. You're impressed with yourself. And he's like, "Oh, Mr. Humble, and his old, don't, don't put the like on me. Why don't you go get me? Why don't you go get me a drink, Spider? You go give me a cup of coffee. Go get me a fucking drink, Spider. <laughs> and you know what? I'm getting ready to leave. Pull my fucking car up in front, Gino." I treat him like fucking Spider. Spider was Michael Imperioli yeah. who played Christopher in The Sopranos. You, you know what scene I'm talking about. So, Gino,
2: you, you're going to have to do a little more yeah. to impress us here at the I Am report Stereo Podcast. How about retiring because you won 100 and you're beating these people by 50? After a while, yo, we done all we could do. Yeah, or or, or maybe coach a men's team. Yeah, let's see you're coaching, uh, what, what,
0: cojones. yeah. Coaching cojones. Yeah, let's see what you got. Yeah. Don't you want to? Don't you want to challenge yourself? Don't you want to see what your what, what kind of moxie you're real made of? So what, what championship medal were you're really made of, Gino? And if you don't, why don't you go get my fucking coat? Because it's getting a little chilly. You know what, Gino? Actually, you know what? Why don't you rub my back? Yeah. Have him rub my. Why don't you rub my back? Why don't you fix it? Get ready. Get ready to fix it a little. Get bit Get it fixed. <sighs> G Moody. <laughs> What what do you want to discuss? You're here in L.A. You're Mr. L.A. You got
2: me fucking driving you around all over the place. What's going on with you? uh, Oh, motherfuckers recognizing me. Now I like this shit, boy. Yo, that's real. Yeah, motherfuckers tapped me on my shoulder. They heard my voice. And they said, you sound like G. Monetti. I said, yeah, that's me. G. Moody. Roz with duty. Yes. Yes. So. Go ahead. So, um. I got some hot takes. I got some shit. A lot of motherfuckers talking about this equality shit, right? I see cats wearing a shirt saying equality. And I'm saying I don't understand that who do you want to be equal to? Break it down. Equality, there are certain levels of income and I want equality in law Uh. where the law is uh, doled out Equal to all the citizens, irrespective of ethnicity, color, everything. And opportunity is more important than equality. Right. Who are you yearning to be equal to? Yes. I only want opportunity. So that's just, this is why immigrants come here. They're not uh, uh, in those waters with them shark, the shark infested waters to come here Just for equality. Right. They come here because they have the idea that it's going to be opportunity for us because it's hopelessness where we are. I told you Mexican cats a year and a half ago to get your papers right because we knew me. Yeah, Rappaport didn't uh, know. On the podcast, back it up because there always are new listeners and remind people what you did say. I said... Mexican cats. You even said blacks. You said I said black. Get your slave freedom papers and have them on you. Yeah, like a license. Right. Because I knew we've been dealing with these type of white folks for five centuries. Right. We know the time the white man is back. Right. And now he's not going after us. Wait, wait, wait. The white man is back. The white man is back. Right. He he's bringing sexy back. Yeah. He's not going after us. No more. He's going after the immigrants and you're not the faux white man you thought you were. And now he's stopping your ass at the airport and we just going to Disneyland. Those black Americans going right past your ass and you want us to help you. Mm. No, (laughs) hold your own nuts, right? Get your Martin Luther King and the lawyers. They don't help us when black people getting killed in the streets. The lawyers don't run to the scene. Right. (laughs) Right? It's like, we on our own. So, you on your own. And and there's so,
0: so, so many protests. And and I support the people out there because I feel like it's
2: having an effect. Wait, wait, right. I want to say one thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I support the refugees fleeing terror with their families and stuff from nations. I think You should be allowed. But motherfuckers just coming in and want to come in, he stopped that. Right. Go ahead. Uh, uh, The protest. Yo, we break your balls.
0: We we poke fun. But I feel like it is having an impact. And people are relentless. And people are resisting. And I think that's dope. I mean, there's protests for, for everything. But at some point, at some fucking point, man, the fucking protests... Have got. I'm protesting the fucking protest.
2: Word. We got Enough, our sign.
0: Oh uh, yeah, we got our own. We're gonna fucking the shut the fuck up movement. <laughs> That's what I'm starting. Okay, I we're gonna you. do the shut the fuck up and do something movement. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're just out there protesting, right? To meet chicks and because it's trendy. I literally, on on on, on God as my witness, I literally. Walked past two 20-something young dudes with skinny jeans. Oh. I swear, I swear, I swear, on, I swear on everything. Really? I heard him say this. Well, you know, I, let me get the right wordings. It was something to the effect of, I don't have the exact, because I'm, I'm, I'm flowing right now, but it was, it was something to the effect of literally something like this. Well, you know, I'm all into my protesting and stuff right now. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think, I don't think uh, you're, you're, you're moving mountains, asshole. Yeah. It's not a fucking
2: yoga class. That's what they be doing. They have the yoga mask with their ass out there. <laughs> they, be, they go to yoga and then go to protest. The shut the fuck up movement. Yeah, I'm with that. It's being
0: started by G Moody, last name rhymes with duty, and the entire rapper pack. By shut, the way, I, I want to shout out. Shut the fuck <laughs> The shut the fuck up movement. Yo, I can't do all the names. We see all the tweets. I think that we, we respond to 99.9% yes. love
2: guys.
0: of of all, of all of all the the, the love. And they say, you know, if you talk greasy and you catch me I'm in a bad mood, you come on my Twitter talking shit, I'm going to talk about you. If I see a picture of your your wife, I'm talking about her and her Word. buck teeth. Word. I'm talking about her bad skin. I'm talking about she got a little bald spot on her. Don't come in my feed popping shit. Yeah. Cuz you know everything about me. I know nothing about you. Yeah. Yeah. You know nothing but if I catch a picture of you, you got hair growing out, your nose looking all fucked up, teeth are all wobbly. This is what I do for a living, you fuck. Okay, First name fuck, last name boy. Yeah. First name fuck, last name boy. But I want to give a shout out to, to, to someone who's been supportive, who I work with sometimes on Fox Sports, my girl Joy Taylor. Oh, the great, the
2: lovely... Joy Taylor's better than a motherfucker. And loves the podcast. Shout yep. shout, Always giving us love, always tweeting. And her brother, who's in the Hall of Fame, Jason Jay, Taylor. Former NFL
0: goon. Yes. Well, so, one of one of these like pretty boy light-skinned goons. Yeah, hell yeah. But will smack, smack, smack the wind out of you. Yeah. So, Jay- Joy, I appreciate the support. And, and i because and, and again, no in fighting with the rapper pack i think it's cooled down but listen it's all love i'm not, I'm not going to be able to shout out every single person all the time yep okay but we think about you we talk about you me and g will be driving like, can you believe motherfuckers giving us love like that we yep. appreciate all of it we love but today it. we i just wanted to say because i saw joy i was on undisputed i brought the noise and the motherfucking boys yep to to, to skip bayless and shannon sharp and then i took my talents over to colin cowherd with the whole oakley thing and Joy's just been a fan and a supporter of the podcast Yeah, she's from, dope. from day
2: one. Um, a class act. But I want to tell the protesters, like my man Drake said, where were you? Where your ass was at when they were spraying us with water hoses? Where your ass was at when they was bombing up the churches? Where your ass was at when they was lynching us for fun? Where were you? This is Drake? That's his song. I want to tell the protesters who weren't there for the black people. Wait, when- what song is that? That's one of the Drake joints. Mm-hmm. I hear it in the, in, the, in the car with my daughter. So I fucking transfixed it. Speaking of Drake, he's one of the people
0: that didn't show up but won awards at the, uh, the, 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 the Grammys. Oh, snubbed it, huh? Him and Kanye, Frank Ocean. Kanye couldn't come out because he's in Bellevue. I, I, I give him a pass. Okay. Um, you know, uh, Frank Ocean made a big to-do. He's
2: not. He's this. He's that. Guy that sucks, man. I heard his record. Jesus Christ. Yo. Listen, our standards are high. Yeah, uh, I'm I, talking I Marvin Gaye, Curtis
0: Mayfield, Maurice White, Verd- uh, who else? Right? I listened to Lou Rawls as a kid. Yeah. You'll never
2: find. Dun, 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 dun.
0: I mean, his voice was like a, Johnny a, a, Taylor, but, but Lou Rawls' voice was like a piece of of a, a, a freshly cut, cured leather. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. Word. Deep. Thick leather. Word. And, and you know Frank Ocean, and then you're banning the Grammys. Who gives a fuck? Uh, yeah. Who who gives a fuck? Tribe Call Quest shut it down. Again, but you, you were banning it? Right. You mean Frank Ocean? You wanted to make it about you instead of going to see a Tribe Call Quest right, perform right. live. Uh, right. Uh uh, you wanted to make it about you. Uh Jay-Z was there. Hip hop icons. But You're- you wanted to ban it and Drake and But but Tribe, you never know when they're gonna perform again. We right. know what they, that group has been through. You you, you wanted to ban it? You wanted to make it about you. Right. Fuck out of here. Yeah. And then Chance the Rapper, listen. Oh, listen. I- I'm not knocking anybody. Me neither. This is a young kid. I know he's totally positive. Yep. His message is positive. But, but this we- is not hip-hop music. Me and G. Moody had a listening party. In the car. We-, we were like, you know what? We can't talk about Chance the Rapper.
2: We have to give him a chance.
0: He- he- we have to give a Chance <laughs> a chance. We saw him at the Grammys. G. Moody, you had an
2: idea because you don't like it the way he dresses. Yeah, the fucking hat. The hat I am mad at the hat and the way it's propped up on his fucking head. Right, and at the Grammys, did you like him going upstairs? Are you like are you like- I wanted to fucking tip it off. We was so if you were at the Grammys, what would you have done? I ran I run up on stage and just flick it off, but I would run up on stage naked. Just so like Kanye would run up and, and, and grab the mic. I'd run up naked and tip his hat off. <laughs> And grab it and then run back. <laughs> you just, you're like the streaker at the Oscars. Yes. Chance the Rapper, listen,
0: listen. Let's I know you're a good kid. I've seen him talk. Yeah. I, I've read about you. I've heard about you. Seen it on interviews. What you're doing is not hip hop.
2: Yeah. Please.
0: I'm sorry. You're doing some
2: Conway Twitty shit.
0: W- w- break it down. What, what listen, was your listen. take? My, my take from hearing you. Put- I'm happy you have your success. I know what you're doing is positive, but you have to. You have to. You have to do. The pioneers a favor and, and, and say this is not hip-hop music. This right. is whatever it is, it's good. Right.
2: But it ain't right. right. It ain't hip hop. You have because if I'm gonna buy, now I don't know the standard of these kids today. It's it's different. It's different. But if I'm if I'm claiming hip hop, I'm 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 expecting when you put that shit on, I'm expecting them drums to bang. So my head could nod like, oh, he's, he's in the pocket. He's rocking. He's rhyming. There's no drums in this shit. What do you mean no drums? There's no drums. Like, when motherfuckers, Lost Professor, if you go to Lost Professor album, you go to Pete Rock, you go to Dre shit, yo, those drums that you hear are from old 70s records that they found, right? And they some people flip them and change them around, but when you hear them on the record... It's banging, and it automatically makes your head nod. Mm. And the rapper rhymes on the drum, which gives the rhythm that he's in the pocket with the drum. Mm. Hence, rapping. Mm. That's hip-hop. So I'm listening. You put the shit on, and there's no drums, and it's some Shirley Caesar or Mighty Clouds of Joy shit. Uh, What the fuck is that? Don't call that hip-hop music. Right. Call it church shit, right? And the reason why I'm saying that is because I know what this shit is because I was born in New York City. So I'm saying, that's hip-hop music? What the fuck are we talking about? I know. I know. Yo, we talk about it. If you haven't listened
0: to the the, the interview with Lord Finesse. It's 30 minutes with the funky technician, and it, it's a dope interview. And we talk about it, and we've talked about it for, since we started. Yeah. And, and, and the thing about it is, like, we're not haters. Me and G. Moody are not... Uh, we never, I like these little motherfuckers, except
2: what? the auto C-word. What's that? Auto C-word. I don't want to call these guys flat-out coons. Okay, you're saying auto, auto C-word. C okay, yeah.
0: Okay. The whole thing about the Grammys is... It was like it was like a Beyonce love fest. She deserves it. Adele talk about white guilt. She won the <laughs> Grammy and said no, I don't want this shit. And she she all but gave the Grammy back to Beyonce. Adele, you had a great album. Beyonce already won, like, seven Grammys that night. Like, is everybody, like, freaked out that Kanye's going to run? Adele, if Kanye runs up there, kick him the fuck off the fucking stage. No, but I just think it's crazy. (laughs) Yo, just because, you know, it's not like Beyonce was snubbed. She won a whole bunch of Grammys. She had one of the performance of the night, and then Adele wins record of the year, album of the year, song of the year. I don't fucking know. Watching that Grammys, it was like running a
2: goddamn marathon. Right, right. Yeah, Beyonce, everybody's freaked out with, is Kanye gonna run up? Just get the security MOP. Just have them motherfuckers standing around. Guarantee you nobody coming up there. Mash out Posse. Adele, get do do a song with M.O.P. Then you can you could win the awards and you could say, fuck everybody. I'm the baddest British bitch in the planet. And what they need to do with the Grammys is the one who sold the most records gets the Grammy. You think that's be that'll solve it? Yeah. Yo, think about it. It's all like, about selling records for the record company. Right. Now, you take out all the uncertainty. Who sold the most records? Oh, you get the Grammy. Clear cut. Nobody can fucking dish you because you can make the claim, yo, I got the Grammy because I sold the most records. Fuck and, you. And, and these
0: artists, these so-called artists protesting the grammys and i didn't win the grammys i didn't get nominated for enough grammys. if you're really a pure artist who gives a fuck who cares about the fucking trophies War. who really cares you know, at the end of the day time will tell what the song of the year was what the record of the year was for 2016 time will tell these quote-unquote instant classics if you you might even be listening to this instant classic in a in a, in a, in a few weeks Time will tell what, what, what the song and record of uh, the year of 2016, 17, and so forth and so on is. Just remember, Marvin Gaye, Marvin Gaye Marvin won Gay. one Oscar, one Oscar, one Grammy while he was alive. One. Okay? One. Okay, so, so it's not always correct. Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean they're always wrong it's just, it, it just like if you're an artist you make the shit and whatever happens the accolades are accolades you're all doing well you're all making money you're all successful you're fucking protesting it yeah protesting
2: like and so. Tribe
0: Called Quest is there I don't even need to say some of the other people that are performing this is the I Am Rapport
1: Podcast
0: the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattress an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price You can try a Casper mattress for 100 nights risk-free in your home. If you do not love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. With over 20,000 reviews online and an average of 4.8 stars, Casper is quickly becoming the internet's most popular mattress. They have sheets, they have pillows, they even have doggy beds. Go to casper.com. Save $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport. Use the promo code Rappaport. Try a Casper mattress 100 nights risk-free in your home. If you don't love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. Go to www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back. Woo. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're rolling tonight. Woo. We're going to call Eli Lake. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Um,. I don't even know where to start. If you never listen to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, uh, we have an award that we give out. The Sick Fuck of the Week. It is an award that is earned, not given. I'll say that again slower. It is an award that is earned, not given. Um, a certain je ne sais quoi, a certain uh, a special quality will get you the Sick Fuck of the Week. This award is earned, not given. It's called the Sick sick fuck of the week this guy's really sick lock him up how could you do it don't let him out damn you, you fucked the door you what you fucked the door why would you fuck the dog why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog What sick fuck the sick fuck of the week it's earned earned not given you did what no no no, no! no! This is the true essence of a sick fuck. A North Carolina mother says that video surveillance proved, shows that her son, while being left at, at daycare, one of the daycare workers, one of the teachers essentially, was breastfeeding her son. <laughs> Jesus. Can you imagine if, if you found out that, that your child was dropped off at, at school or daycare or whatever whatever you want to call it and was being breastfed by another person? That
2: is a sick. Yeah. Sick. Sick fuck. She pulled out her titty and said, all right, you you do it. Do you that's horrifying? I come
0: in there, I whip her ass. I mean, that is way out there. Way the fuck out there.
2: And it will earn this woman. The sick fuck of the week, congratulations. I one up you. Ooh, okay. They have something now called period shaming. Go on about this. What the fuck are you? You, you, you told me this, and I, I don't believe it. Um, you know, some these uh certain women are saying, Why should I hide my period? Why should I They said it's um what? Uh what is it? It's beautiful. It's Wait, what she said, her menstruation, it's messy, it's terrible, it's beautiful, and yet you wouldn't know because I hide it. You mean you wear a tampon or... or, or Yeah, she said, that's terrible. Why should we hide our periods? We should just bleed out because don't let these people shame us. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is a real thing? This is a real thing. They had a woman uh, that ran the London Marathon, and her period started and she said fuck it and she ran and she just was bleeding out all over the track and and then she took photos she was she was yeah and, and between her legs you had a, a red blotch that was smelling like pennies now
0: now now i'm sorry i'm sorry it, 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 listen at a certain point there's, there's got to be being civil uh, okay Okay, if if you think you could be in a yoga class and have your period and and and, and like you're doing uh your yes. thing and everybody, everybody could see it and are aware of it, well then well well then why well why can't I be in the same yoga class? I'll just shit myself. Yeah. Instead it- of having to pull over and shit on the street, why don't I just shit myself? Shit shaming. Yeah, you're shit shaming me. Right. <laughs> If, they, if this is a real thing and this is going to be a real problem, well, then you know what you're going to have to continue. Well, why, why do I have? Why do we need toilets? Right,
2: right. Don't. I'll don't... just.
0: Uh, you know, I'm getting a little older, so my bladder is a little weaker. Maybe I'll just piss myself. I'll walk into a restaurant and be like, "Can I get a table for two, please?" And, and then, I, I'm
2: am pissing myself. Yeah, and then if some, you take a shit right there, and then don't talk about me because you're shit shaming me. Yeah, I'll just be like, "Oh, pardon me, I'm shitting." Were.
0: And then I know I just I'm just laying and in. we're in the movie theater like the credits you know are, are, are scrolling,
2: like my man Devon. You'd be like Devon. yo, pardon me, I'm shitting. Yes, that that is way out there.
0: <laughs> Period shaming. Whoa, whoa yeah, See? yeah. I'm gonna shame you if you're yeah. walking around and you're not doing anything. That's just like simple um hygiene thing. Yeah. And then if you get a problem with me doing that. And you say I'm period shaming you? Well, then let's see if, if you right. try to shit shame me. Yeah. Because I'm the guy.
2: That shits outside.
0: Yeah, and I'm the guy <laughs> who does it. But it's not for me. I'm doing it for other people. But if, if you're saying I could just walk around with, with, like, I'll just have a man diaper and not change it, my life's easier. And then no skin off my back. Ain't no problem for me. <laughs> I'm going to one up. One up me. <clears throat> a married couple in Michigan. You know, like, co- some couples like to freak off, okay? They like to bring in a third party.
2: I never had nothing like that.
0: Okay, I'm just telling you, that's a common thing. That's bad, though. A couple in Michigan tried that. Freak off with their daughter's friend, okay? Their daughter's 16-year-old friend. They they, they solicited him. The wife was up all in his Snapchat. Were? And trying to freak off with the daughter's friend. A couple. This is a sick fuck. Yeah. This is a couple of sick fucks.
2: Oh, so they try to they try to lace up the uh, the daughter's friend. Yeah. How old are these
0: motherfuckers? Sixteen. The the the, the parents are forty one, forty two. Oh,
2: shit. See, motherfuckers is wilding now.
0: That's a sick fuck of the week, and that's actually a couple.
2: Yeah, I can't I can't what up you. Right
0: of sick fucks of the week, yeah. um, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, Charles Oakley, and 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 the owner of the Knicks, Dolan, uh Met. And and, and and the ban has been lifted. Oakley is saying, you know what? The ban has been lifted. But, yo, I'm still offended, hurt, and embarrassed by the things that were said about me. The head of security of the guard and lost his job, right. which I think is fucked up. Because I think that the comments made uh, by the guard and the statement and then by Dolan, consequently, obviously, they pulled those back and they wanted to fix that up. But what about this guy that lost his job? This guy used to uh, guard uh, presidents. And, and 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 they're saying, well, well, you know, he he
2: messed up. Why and- would he lose his job? To, to, to Why do you say, it, think? I don't know. To make it look because to point a fingers. To point fingers. There's a reason. I think Oakley would... Now, I love Oak. Let me preface this shit. Oak represents New York gritty shit. We love him. All New Yorkers love him. It's all solidified. My theory was Oakley had a little sauce before he went in, and he hasn't been treated well by the Knicks, and I can imagine him coming in in, in, the, in the garden, fuck these motherfuckers. I play here 10 years. These motherfuckers, motherfuckers don't allow me to come back in this bitch. This is before he gets to his seat. Fucking Dolan. Fuck these niggas. And then he gets he gets to his seat. This is why he got that guy got fired. Because he let him go to his seat in that condition. This is my opinion. And I love Charles Oak. We have an anonymous source who's so freaked out.
0: To come on the podcast, but that reached out to me. He's dying to tell his story. Who was right there
2: in the area, hearing
0: it, and he—he—he's making me sign things and totally uh, uh, go out of my way to, to to say to protect his identity. He wants a voice thing on some Henry Hill shit, like you know how when they interview mob guys. Right. He wants a voice distorter. Yeah, he want, yeah and he out. says he said he was there, and the real story hasn't been coming out. And and he said he was going to come on this, and then backed out. But rap, check this out. Wait, wait, wait. So so hopefully on the next podcast we we get the story from of a person from, who was there. Yeah, we're gonna call him uh, 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 Scott Bale. No, we're gonna call him
2: uh, uh, Customer X. All right, now check this out, rap. Here's something. Why would the guards? go to
0: that area why 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 would the why would the Madison Square Garden 15 minutes after the incident uh, issue that statement saying uh, uh, you know like uh, defaming Charles Oakland. Right. This whole thing was handled hastily. It was they, terrible. They were pointing yeah. fingers at Oakley, and I think they were. And then I think they were like, "Why did so and so let him sit down? Fire him too." I think the whole thing was ha- right. mis- mistreated and right. poorly handled. So, so I think that the, the reason why you know, with less than twenty four hours after um uh the incident, damage they, control. But they exactly. Yeah. But then and then later they fix it up with Oakley, but this poor guy lost his
2: fucking job. Well, we need to get him on to to. Uh, uh, That's what say, we need to like, do, yo. That's what we need to get. What what state was this, what, was this motherfucker in? We we need to what get him on? Say to you,
0: maybe we'll try to get Let's him. Let's get
2: the on. truth. The truth says the motherfuckers
0: free. But but you know the whole thing. You know it, it seems like it's gonna go away for now. But I, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I'll be straight up with you. Like you know, like Saturday, like a few days after the shit happened. Like I remember, I woke up. I was like, I, I was like, this shit made me f- sad.
2: Yeah, hell yeah. And, dragging, dragging that guy out of the arena, who gave ten years of blood and guts to see him dragged out. That's bad. Uh, the irony of yeah. it
0: is it, it's just—it's of Shakespearean yeah. proportions. Right.
2: Uh, the, 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 I wouldn't come back. Would you come back? He, he said I wouldn't, he would be with Cleveland now, like with LeBron. And he's, of course, LeBron steps in and says, yo, you're welcome in Cleveland. Right, right. The, I ambassador, would yeah. the yeah. ambassador at everything. The same guy who last year this
0: time unfollowed his own team on Twitter right. and was confused and offended when a reporter said, hey, LeBron, I noticed last night and the whole world noticed last night that you unfollowed the Cleveland Cavaliers and he's looking at the guy like he's stupid. What, 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 what are you uncoupling right. from the Cleveland Cavaliers? You're like, "Oh, it's like, oh, you know, I was going to sit down for lunch with them and then, you know, like this is 7th grade, like the like the girl you liked didn't let you sit down and have lunch with. You're unfollowing your fucking team." Right. Now you you you're Oakley. Would you come back in time? I'd come back next year. Right. Next I, year. I have I have mixed feelings by why the all the players came back, you know, the following Sunday um um for the San Antonio game which they wind up winning. Vin Baker uh, came back too. Of, friend of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, the great Latrell Sprewell, he was there. Yes. I think the whole thing was like, there's no, I think it was just crazy. And, and, and I, I would come back eventually. I think Oakley, you know, next season, he yeah. should come back when he feels comfortable right. and when it's organic. And, and, and you know, and I don't think it should, be, it should be about him. It shouldn't be about him and Dolan. It should be about Oakley. Him, yeah. And the fucking audience, yo, the crowd. The owner's
2: fucked up yo, to do that to that guy. To Oakley. Think about that.
0: And, 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 of course, Oakley was wrong. He was belligerent yeah. in his behavior. And, you know, he, we know all that. But just, just the fact that
2: it was Oakley right. is just. The owner's fucked up. You would have been like, if, you, if I'm the owner and Oakley's behind me, just say, hypothetically, he's behind talking greasy shit. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, don't worry about it, man. Just uh, don't worry about it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. It's all right. I'm, 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 I'm going to take I'm going to take off. Right. If he comes near me. Right, I'm gonna take off. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Leave. Yeah. You know, a lot of these these owners, like, you know, Magic Johnson is is, is outwardly campaigning to, to to take control of basketball uh, of the Los Angeles Lakers and, and uh Bus' kid, isn't it? Jim Bus. You yeah. know, he he they've had their, their problems. Listen, if 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 you've never played ball, I don't give a fuck that you grew up around the Lakers and your father owned the yeah. Lakers. Yeah. And Magic Johnson says he wants to run the team. You give him the, he's going to do better
2: than, then, yeah, hell yeah.
0: It's like he's Magic Johnson. He's Madge, right? It, it's like, number one, he knows business. He's a. He's a, such a successful businessman. Number two, he's a a winner. Right. Number three, he understands basketball. And number four, he's Magic Johnson. Right. Jim Buss, as far as I'm concerned, now listen, I'm a celebrity game
2: uh, MVP. Hell yeah, you done bust a lot of motherfuckers ass. And uh, but uh, no, but you had nine fouls. And you still won MVP. So, so That's some sucky. The trophies, the trophy's here. I saw it.
0: Okay, so the trophy right. is the trophy. All right. All right. Please, the right. trophy, the trophy is the trophy. Proceed. But, but I'm just saying, if Magic Johnson wants to take over the Lakers, you give him control of the Lakers. You should be happy. What's the problem? Why would you want to do it if you he's never played ball? Another spoiled brat of some his father's Jerry Buss, the great Jerry Buss, and you're gonna argue with Magic Johnson? Yeah, you know you, nothing about basketball, and you never made a layup. Period. Oh, well, I grew up around
2: the game. I understand. Uh, Shut the fuck, fuck up, the fuck up, dude. Yeah, yo, yo, Jim, step down. Step give it down. to Magic and give it to motherfucking Larry Spriggs. And the motherfucking yeah, and beat it. Yeah, and
0: beat it. Um, all right, this is the Iron Rap Port Stereo Podcast. We're about to call our guy Eli Lake up. Uh, what more can I say? What more can I? I can tell you this: we have coming up on on, on episodes. Of, if you're listening to this in chronological order, the Great Wood Harris is back. Fantastic. Actor extraordinaire. Fantastic episode with Wood Harris. We have Jay Williams, NCAA uh Jay Williams, who covers all the NCAA, Duke J Williams, ball player extraordinaire. We have Kmart, Kenyon Martin. Goom! Extraordinaire. We have a lot mo. We got a lot of shit in the cannon. It's the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm going to call Eli Lake with me and G. Moody, whose last name rhymes with duty. For show sure. Next. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. it. <laughs>
1: Yo,
2: Eli Lake. <laughs> What's up? What's up?
0: Yo, it's me and G. Moody. Last name rhymes with duty. We're, we're here together. We're calling you. Things have changed in the world, Eli Lake. It's true. Yes. All right, let me introduce you to the people. Eli Lake, the official, unofficial, political correspondent of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Um, worldwide... We've we've been through we've been through the highs, we've been through the lows of the election. We fought off the hipster fucks of the world. And this morning I wake up tweeting. I got I got all kinds of tweets, tweets, tweets. Eli Lake, the I Am Rapport stereo podcast political correspondent, got shouted out by Donald Trump. D. <laughs> Trump. D. Trump shouted you out. When did you hear about this and, and break it down for the people, how this happened and what was the article? and, like, and also like your day all, today you're on this news channel and that news channel. Right. Yet yet, yet. we feel like you're one of ours. You're, right. you're one of our own, and, and we're so proud and happy that you got the shadow. But you must have mixed feelings. Tell me how the last 24 hours have been Mr. Lake. I've never called you Mr. Lake before, but now I feel like, first of all, the, the phone could be tapped. Trump is claiming you.
1: It was, it was very interesting because the column defended Mike Flynn in the sense that, and on a serious note, I'm troubled by leaking monitored conversations of American citizens and U.S. officials. And I think that if we normalize that, then it really does give enormous power to the unelected national security state. To basically, they just knocked out one of the one of the top advisors to President Trump. And I I have to say, yes. Yeah, so so the night before, I did the Sean Hannity show, but I also did the Chris Hayes show. And so I was doing the left and the right because people were interested. Mm. It was a big column, and the Fox tweeted like something i might have said to sean hannity and i think trump saw that on fox and friends and he just he just like repeated it because if he had read the article if he read my column what i start off by saying it doesn't make sense to fire a guy for lying when basically this is a president that has like been lying his ass off like i just sort of went through it like he said it wasn't raining on his inauguration of course it was he was talking about these illegal voters i mean like it was like We've ne- it was like blatant from the get-go. So that was the beginning of the column, and then it got into this question that that it was that, that I'm concerned about, which is leaking these monitored you know phone calls and stuff. So I'm saying it's a complicated thing. And at the hmm. end of so, the piece, I'm like, yo, dude, you let Flynn go. That was a bad mistake because Flynn is the appetizer, and Trump, you're the entree. You're, you're the main course. This is where this is going, dude. And I really believe that. I think that this is like his presidency is in free fall. It's in trouble right now. But I think he saw that. I don't know if he read it. I don't know if he just saw that thing from Fox and Friends. But I think it's like there's one guy out there that's not like shitting all over me. I'm just I don't know what it was, you know, but it was crazy because, you know, people were saying I'm soft on Russia. And as I, was, I have the Raptor pack nose. I've been tough on Russia and Trump in Russia here on this podcast. So it's, I mean, it's, and my writing. So it was a crazy day. All right, wait, I want to get into
0: the Russia and, 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 and the Flynn of it all. But, but where were you when you first saw the tweet? What has been the response? Have you heard from old friends? What about those chapo fucks and the hipster <laughs> fucks that were trying to pop shit? And like, just, just tell me, like, before we get into the details of it, but just tell me, like, that must have tripped you out to see that. And, like, what's been the reaction of it? Did you hear from your family, like a third-grade teacher, girls that had turned
1: you down in the past? <laughs> my mom sent me a text, and she's like, I cannot believe he did this to you. Because my mom is really hardcore anti-Trump. She was on the Women's March in Philadelphia. I mean, she, she's out there, like, like she's like trying to find protests and she's doing all this stuff on a Facebook page. So she was really upset and she's like, and I know that's not what you meant in that piece. She was like, grit. So, so that I got my mom, like, you know, on that first. And Cause your I,
0: mom's thinking that like, he's saying like, you're almost like a Trump supporter in a way.
1: What? Like kiss a death. Right. Like that kind of thing. I got you. Then I had like just, you know, some of my friends from college and high school and other other people I just knew who were not really in politics were just like, oh, that's hilarious. That's so cool that you, like, the president noticed your column, you know. Good for you, man. And it was mainly that from, like, my friends and people I knew. But then online, you mentioned the Chapo Trump House. And those dudes – so here's what I, I tweeted back. I was, like, treated it like – because it's true. Our president is basically, like, another dude on Twitter. So I was like, uh-huh. hey – Follow me back so we could DM, right? Like you know, like it was a normal Twitter thing, which I thought was kind of funny, right? And then they interpreted that because you know that expression like slide in my DMs is like a way you know you try to meet somebody online or something like that. So they
0: they they inter. Let me guess. Let me guess. They interpreted it as you being serious because you want to have like a real personal relationship with Donald Trump. Like I'm trying to
1: like stalk him in like a weird gay sex thing. It's like it was like so they you know they just try to go in on that, but. These I fucking thought. you
0: know what let me let me let me just let me just let me just tell you something I hope you know that these dudes are player haters okay if they, if they're player haters and if they couldn't say yo that's dope and and read your article and be like cuz we're all I, even these hipster fucks and these hipster elites in 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 terms of this political thing you know this anti Trump thing we're all on the same page yo know, these dudes are straight chump they're player haters and now they're probably really heated because they tried to bury you six weeks ago. We fucked them right here on this pocket. Oh, yeah. You fought back and, and and then you get this. And the people that read your column and that support you and that understand what your point of view is, and then just read that article. Forget your your you know, every other thing. I because I read it before I called you to, to, to get an understanding of it just goes to show that those guys are just jealous punks and they don't even take the time to rethink these hipsters with the glasses and the coffee and the cafe au lait they're not as smart as they might look see now they're like dressing the part it's like before you 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 just like you look like a melvin now people want to look like a melvin but not do the work to actually get called a nerd fuck do you know what i'm saying yeah i know
1: what you mean i mean so there's by the way i mean like it's what's like in the rearview mirror at this point i mean like yeah man you
0: tell him I ain't looking I ain't looking at you, I'm looking past you, Eli. Yeah, Fuck exactly. that to quote like, the great Jay Z.
1: Right. Or, or I was I was I was trying to think of that other line, like, you know, um what is it, Malice said this in one of those clip songs, like I you know, my, 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 my shades are clown proof, that's why I don't you clowns your clown shoes, like that kind of thing.
0: Yes. Yeah, they, they're, they're not even on your level. But first of all, we were so happy. I got so many texts. I got so many tweets, so much social media. Yo, your boy got shouted out. Word. The official, you know, like maybe we get Trump on the oh, podcast. That was so great, like, by
1: the way, when I saw that. Like the Rappapack so, support was great. I love that. that was
0: yeah. awesome. so, so the whole podcast community loved it. Like Twitter, some of the stuff you might even see like in my, in my Instagram, um, people on my DMs, Facebook, a whole bunch of people hit me up. So, so going specifically to the article, because uh, the article because um, G. Moody you, – you, you're going to have to hear some of G. Moody's wacky takes on politics right now. But specifically the Flynn of it all and the Russia of it all and what you were saying. Break it down to me in layman's terms what your concerns are specifically in that article that you wrote that Trump uh, uh, was referring to.
1: So off the bat, I think there needs to be an investigation – from the intelligence community, the FBI and Congress into the Russian effort to influence the election. That doesn't mean they caused Trump to win. It means they were one factor and any connections between the Trump campaign and the Russians. And there are already those connections that are out there. The New York times, the Washington post have written a lot of these great stories. And I've written a little bit about this too. Um, And that should be investigated. Mike Flynn is said by anonymous officials to have had contact with the Russians during the campaign. It's murky if he did during the campaign. But he certainly afterwards, when he was going to be the national security advisor, spoke with the Russian ambassador. And in that situation, I don't find that to be unusual or illegal or anything scandalous. If he was involved in coordinating the, you know, email leaks of leading Democrats with the Russian military intelligence service during the campaign, by all means, that's terrible, you know? Mm. But we haven't heard that. That's, the, that's separate from this. It's all very murky because we're getting, like, little bits and pieces of this massive investigation. Now, listen, here's the thing. That investigation needs to happen. But if you leak... Bits and pieces, selectively, of an ongoing probe, that is a not good for the validity of your whatever you end up doing when you take it to a court and you you figure it out. But the other thing is, is that it's unfair to people because who you know you may have gotten this wrong. That this happens all the time in major in cases of the government. Sometimes the government has a theory of their case and they get it wrong, or sometimes they mm. think it's one thing, especially in intelligence. They think it's one thing, and then they realize, oh my God, they put it together. It's actually this. I mean, I, I could give you some specific examples if we want to go deep on this, but it- it- it's just a- it's just something to sort of be aware of. And if all okay. this all we know about Flynn are these conversations after the election, then I'm asking myself right now, what it is that is this, you know what, what would justify such this kind of breach where you're basically, you know, detailing to the press? you know, these conversations that Flynn had with the Russian ambassador and saying he's a liar, and all of these leaks ended up knocking him off. I mean, and, it's, and that alone, I should just say, is a, is unprecedented. He, he, You know, he served in that job for less than a month. He's one of Flint, Trump's closest advisors. This is somebody, the fact that he was knocked off is a very good sign for the Democratic Party. It means that this is a really vulnerable administration. It's a big deal. It had huge political influence impact and it, i'm uncomfortable with this basically the cause of that or the, or the end the driver of that event to be the people you know in the intelligence community our spy chiefs people who we entrust mm. with eavesdropping on electronic wow. communications that's really scary to me
0: yeah okay that makes sense um moody go, go ahead uh
2: i see that you're a trump guy and if if trump has uh given you a shout out uh what does that do to your
1: clout? Huh. I think it hurts me with the regular kind of media community in a way, because especially the, the East Coast media elite is really, you know, they're, they're, they're very anti-Trump, but I don't think it's that bad. I've, I've been around a long time. I know a lot of people, but so I'm not that really worried about it in that sense. I have a good job. Um, but in terms of the audience, it means that I'm reaching a lot of people who are usually going to be turned off from the mainstream media. And I mean, I don't know how long I'm going to keep these readers moody because I'm probably, you know, my next column is going to be probably anti-Trump and they may, you know, they might write me, I get, I get all kinds of mail. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times people write me hate email or, you know, nice job or whatever. But, you know, I, I, I like the opportunity to reach people, to have an audience sometimes that maybe other people in the mainstream media don't, but it's not going to affect, you know, how I write it and how I do it.
0: Did, did you get any crazy tweets today, like hate tweets from, from, from the liberals that didn't read between the lines or take the time to read the article?
1: I got a lot of a lot of liberals kind of were, were pretty respectful, but then there were a few people there, yes, because there, it was so big, a lot of people just saw that because it was tweeted out, they just assumed that I was now, like, sucking up the Trump and, you know, I was going to become his, you know, press lackey or whatever. And, and, you know, I mean, I don't know what to say. I was like, hey, read the column. <laughs> Make up your right. mind. you know, Judge yourself. Yeah. But it was, it was, well, uh, it was fine. You ahead. know, it was, it was good.
0: Well, we're happy for you. And, and, yes. and we're proud of you. And we're excited for you. And I hope, you know, it pushes you to get the opportunities and, 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 you know, that you want out of your career. Because, you know, obviously we think you're great yeah. at what you do.
1: Oh, and I think you guys are great, too. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. I, that's, that's very nice. Of, nice to say. And the rabbit pack is always is terrific as well. Yo, you'll you'll
0: love the Lord Finesse interview. The, 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 we just put out a podcast. You I had, know, that had the all my, the day,
1: that's on my plate next. As soon as I finish listening to the wrap up of the Morning Joe, I cannot wait so for that.
0: what what else is going on in politics in Russia that 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 is exciting to you? It concerning to you? Um, you know, and, and that 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 you could you could break down. For for me, G. Moody and and the listeners, because I really think it's important. You know, I've never been so active in in reading, you know, and, and, you know, and having conversations and just sort of, you know, learning and and keeping myself, uh, you know, educated as as best I can. What else is hot topics, things that are of concern for you or or positive?
1: Well, topic number one is the free fall of the Trump administration. The New York Times ran an interview in the paper today with the current serving commander of Special Operations Command who said, I'm very worried about the stability of our own government right now. It's a real thing. Um, We've got a spy ship off the coast of Connecticut from the Russians. We've got you know, a lot of these, you know, the fallout of the raid in Yemen, all these sort of regular challenges, but at a moment when there's a crisis in leadership and a crisis at the White House. And um, they're taking a lot of L's this week. I mean, it's Flynn is a big one, and then they just had to withdraw their labor secretary. Um, you're starting to see a very different tone right now from a lot of Republicans in the Senate. Um, it's uh, So from the view from Washington is the Trump White House is in trouble. He might be able to recover. Uh, it's early days, but it's it's not normal right now. And that is, I think, the big thing to watch. And I think in some ways, The protests from the travel ban in the airports and the fact that you had the unprecedented size of marches for the women's march and everything like that, that set the tone of saying Mm -hmm. people were outraged and they weren't going to take it or anything like that. And now you're starting to see – I don't want to make too much – I mean I think, you know, as I said, there's a lot of factors that led to the Flynn thing. But you're starting to kind of see like there's an effect in Washington now where I just feel like the Trump team is – I mean it's a breakdown. Did you see Kellyanne Conway in the last few days coming out and saying stuff and then being contradicted by Sean Spicer that she's crazy? That it's not Yo, like it's wild. No, it's- I
0: did see it, and, and, and you know what else I saw that I noticed in Kellyanne Conway? What? She looked. She didn't have the spunk that she 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 started right, off with. She looked she tired. Looked, she she looked tired and and she she sounded tired and she she wasn't as combative and as sharp and like you just said. We're so early in it. I guarantee you. Here's my two predictions. Number one, Kellyanne Conway will not make it through the year at that job. She'll either quit or get fired, and and that's number one. Number two, here's my other prediction because G, G. Moody thinks he's Mister Mister uh, Prediction Mister Mister Nostradamus Co-host Nostradamus. There's no There's no fucking wall being built. Trump already knows that there's no wall being built. The logistics and finances of it. It's never happening. So I don't believe there's any wall being built, and Kellyanne Conway will be gone. I don't even think it'll take a full year. I think probably by by September, she'll be gone.
1: I think I would say on your wall thing, I think you're mainly right. I think there will be something where you can have a photo of a wall, and I'll say that's the wall, but it will not be a wall throughout the entire border. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It'll be like there will be like a wall. Then there'll be some fence, and there'll be some. You know what I mean? It'll be like a, but he'll have a picture of a wall, and he'll be like, "Hey, I built a wall.
0: <laughs> like a CGI
2: wall." We can't yeah, well, believe it'll be
1: like a part. Like it'll be like, yeah, there's a, like a wall right here, but it doesn't go the whole way across the border. It stops. We and can't. Stuff.
2: We can't believe what you two guys are saying, because <laughs> you have predicted that this guy wouldn't even be in the White House. He Fair was enough. laughed at. He was mocked. So we need to take you and Rappaport with a grain of salt. Because, because G. Moody's one prediction out
1: of not 96.
2: Me. Not me. You. You were wrong. Yes. This
1: is why I Donald Trump. I was, I was, I, I, absolutely. This I was, is why Donald Trump. See
2: could coming. This is why he could look at you and the media and say, what the hell do they know? They said I was fucking uh, chopped liver. But I am now the president of these United States.
1: And that worked for like a week. <laughs> and then shit came down It's falling down on apart. <laughs> I am saying it worked for a week, but now they're like, it's, it's the, you, can, you can feel it. They're in retreat. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I see it. Yo, Eli, the new catchphrase is, when will America be great again? Because he said, make America great again. So when do we start going, hey, asshole. You said it was going to be great again. Like, when do we start pressuring you? You know what I'm saying. So you could use that if if if, if you want to write an article that inspires you, please run with it. Because you know how he's like, "Make America great again." Everybody got hyped, and I know it's a little early, yes. but like, I don't know, three months. He's a big shot. You know, he's a tough talker. Well, America's not great yet. Nothing has changed. When will America be great again? There,
2: there, it, it has changed. He put the ban in. His campaign promises he's fulfilling, and those those judges will lift these bans and it will stay in place. Eli, please explain to him uh, or or, debate
0: him on what he just said. No, no, no. I think,
1: first of all, I think, I think Moody's right. I think that the ninth circuit decision is dubious. They didn't even mention the relevant law. And I think it will eventually be overturned. And he is going to, he is going to have a freeze in travel and immigration. That's, I think that's, that's definitely coming. And I'm, I just don't think it's going to be logistically possible to build um, a continuous wall. As I just said, I think there'll be sections of wall, but it won't be a continuous wall. And I think he'll, um, because for some of it, it's just not practical. And already, his guy in charge of Homeland Security has indicated that it might not be a continuous wall. But I do think he's. I think Moody's correct on the immigration ban. And I think he's going to do other stuff too. I mean, I think you know, I think he's going to try to outreach to the Russians, which we should all be really worried about. I'm super worried about it. I'm against that. But I think he's Would going to try to do that too. When you say outreach to
0: the Russians, what does that mean? Outreach to the Russians.
1: I think, and I'm still trying to report it out. So, but I'm going to give you my where I'm at. I think he's okay. So the little history lesson: after World War II, there's a famous conference called Yalta between the Soviet Union and the United States, and in mm-hmm. that conference. Basically, the two remaining superpowers, Joseph Stalin and Harry Truman and Winston Churchill, divided up the world. So there were a lot of smaller countries in Europe. And, you know, Romania ended up in the Soviet bloc and Italy ended up in, you know, the the Western bloc. And Mm -hmm. I think Trump wants a Yalta-like summit with Putin to basically resolve their differences from the Ukraine to Syria to the Arctic, et cetera. And that is something that I think is extremely dangerous. And I'm very worried, even though I know he says he's a great negotiator, that that was, that's going to end up uh, good for the world. And I think, you know, if it ends up being that we back away from our NATO allies, I think it's going to be just bad for a number of reasons. We won't have credibility Mm. as an ally anymore. So, I'm really, really worried about that, and I think he promised it on the campaign trail. He says it again and again, and I'm very worried that he's going to try and do that. Shit. Yeah, that's bad. And,
0: but what is, what is his thing with Russia and Putin? Why would he do that?
1: So I, I'm very, as I said, we have a number of questions about his, his longstanding relationship with Russian oligarchs. Um, we know that like in the eighties and nineties, he had relationships with the Russian mafia. Um, we know that there might be Russians who are buying a lot of his very expensive real estate. And that doesn't even get into the fact that at one point he had a campaign manager whose name was on a ledger in Ukraine of this pro Ukrainian autocrat who was ousted in a popular, uh, rebellion there. So all of these things are really big red flags, but we don't know. There's no, we don't know yet, and there hasn't been any evidence emerging that the Trump campaign worked with Russian intelligence to hack the election and do all the dirty tricks they tried to do to influence the election. So that's still – we don't know. In fact, nothing's really come forward that sort of says that yet. Um, but on the other hand, Henry Kissinger – and lots of other people in foreign policy have long been arguing now for like 10 years the U.S. should try to work more closely with Russia, particularly against, you know, ISIS and Al-Qaeda and the threat of radical Islam. And that certainly was the view of uh, Mike Flynn, who was just outed. So, mm. so in that sense, there are people who are serious who have taken this view. I'm not among them. I, I think that's a, a fool's errand. But, you know... I don't want to justify it because I think there's all these other questions. And then the thing that really we should be very worried about is when Trump says, well, you know, Putin's a killer. And his response is, well, you think we're so innocent. We are nothing like Putin. We don't do that in this country. We're a very different country and we shouldn't, he shouldn't be making that moral equivalency. And that's very troubling. I don't know why he does that.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I mean, listen, where's Al Michaels? Remember the miracle on ice? I thought we fucking got rid of the Russians. We beat them in hockey. You know, right. uh, do you believe in miracles? Do you believe in miracles? I thought it was fucking done, and all of a sudden we're back with them. Like, do we need to play these fucking guys in, in hockey and straighten them out one more time? <laughs> we fucking beat them in
1: hockey. You remember that? <laughs> yes. We, hockey, we,
2: motherfucker.
1: We, we beat them in hockey. We unified Germany. You know, what, what else do we what, need what to do? What do we got to do here? Right. And they're, and the Russians are like a menace right now. It's like, it's just, it's. I know, we should be very concerned about it. The good news, I guess, in that respect, is that there is a bipartisan consensus with Republicans and Democrats emerging in Congress that they don't want to go that route. But as president, Trump has enormous executive authority, in part because George W. Bush, Dick Cheney, and later Barack Obama expanded constitutional powers of the presidency. And now we got Trump. All right. I'm going to let you go. Can I just say, a little off topic. Of course. The Oakley pod and the Oakley movement. And I'm a Sixers guy, but I've always respected Charles Oakley. I remember when he was on the Bulls. Yep. That was classic. I mean, that's classic. I am Rappaport.
0: Well, I appreciate that you got us way ahead of that.
1: You were like you know, you know you know who the Democrats need
0: to have have come in their office to straighten this whole shit out is Charles Oakley. Whoa. Absolutely. Get Charles Oakley, hook him up with some people, let him run for office, bring him into like a Senate meeting. Yeah. Trump won't try any of that bullshit with Charles Oakley.
1: I mean, I gotta say, that was that that was like the one thing. That story with Dolan and Oakley was one of the things that kind of kept me it was like great respite from Trump and all this shit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I totally agree. When that happened, yeah. I think the whole—I think everybody who's an NBA fan was focused on that because because the Knicks—they're not like the Celtics, but they are historically. And by the way, Moody, why are you saying that nobody cares about that old shit? What is that about?
2: Well, think about it. Uh, it's been so long. Uh, the NBA and other teams have won championships. They, they have a more uh, Cleveland, Golden State. The Knicks are fading fading away, and it's not really the mecca of basketball anymore. People come into the garden to destroy the Knicks. So the lofty position that they held is fading. That's why I say it's not what people really think. They don't think of New York City like that anymore.
0: Eli, haven't you caught on that fucking Moody is like the devil's advocate on He's fucking on rum and coke? <laughs> <laughs> haven't you caught on today? He's like the yeah, devil's no, I advocate know, I know.
1: On, on honey rum. no. Here's what I'm right as a a long suffering Sixers fan. Sometimes, even when you don't win the championship, and everybody wants to win the championship, sometimes, like if you just have a memorable team or a memorable player, I'm thinking that John Stark's dunk, Bernard King, they weren't champions, but they were those are the things that make basketball so great. Great, yeah, I love those guys. I said that, but
2: you have to, it's close. But what? What did Red back say? Close, but no cigar. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Fair enough. All right, Eli. I'm gonna let you
0: go. Again, yo. Congratulations. Keep doing thank your you. thing. Keep growing. Yes. Don't don't back down. And and uh, you know I appreciate you. You know being the official, unofficial political correspondent for the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Yes. All, all the fans love it. It, it. it you know you help us you know get perspective on things and bring a little levity to the politics. Great. Oh, thank Eli, you so like. much. And, and we'll talk to you soon, my
1: man. All right. Peace out.
0: Yo, all soft-ass I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast t-shirts are available at districtlines.com forward slash I Am Rappaport. We got the five-star Stereo Podcast tee, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast zip-up and pullover hoodies, the full Iverson t-shirt, the Stickman t-shirt collection, the I Don't Fact Check, the hard-body karate t-shirt for men and women. Go to districtlines.com forward slash I Am Rapaport. If you're into YouTube, subscribe to our page for exclusive content that we're going to be rolling out. Go to www.youtube.com forward slash Rappaport. We got our own page on YouTube, people. All right. If you're into YouTube, subscribe to our page. Again, www.youtube.com forward slash I am Rappaport. All right. That's it. That's it, man. See Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're done. Miles, give me some funk. Give me that Texas twister. That's one of your beats. Yes. Moody beats. See Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast and we're out.